ministry in the church can be life-giving and life-changing. And in the midst of it, we all need faithful companions along the road. Welcome to Along the Road, a podcast on faith and leadership for ministry leaders of the PCUSA. So you're serving as a ruling elder or a deacon in the church, but you have almost a dozen other roles. Activist, caregiver, technician, receptionist, coach, cheerleader, teacher, friend, fill in the blank. Come join us in the midst of your day, wherever you are, to be inspired in your role in the church, become nourished, and renew your call. Formation as a leader doesn't happen all at once. So let's walk along this road together. I'm Martha Miller, a ruling elder and a certified Christian educator serving within the PCUSA Office of the General Assembly. And I'm excited to travel on this journey with you. We have a special guest today as Bruce Grady, Executive Presbyter and the Presbytery of New Hope is with us. Welcome. Thank you so much, Martha. It is, a del- it is a delight to be here. It is a pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited about our conversation. Yeah, well, glad you're joining us. Is there anything else about yourself that you'd like to share at this point? Sure. I am a native of North Carolina. And as you know, I currently serve as executive presbyter of New Hope Presbytery, which covers uh, central and eastern North Carolina, all the way from Evan to the Outer Banks, 111 local congregations and three new worshiping communities. Wow. Uh, Yes. So we're very excited here about what God is doing. And I'm really delighted to be with you this afternoon. I'm married. My wife and I have two children. They're young adults. Uh, Our son's name is Isaiah. Our daughter's name is Alexa. And Michelle, my wife, is my best friend. So I'm really happy to be with you this afternoon. Oh, great. Well, thanks for sharing a little of your story with us. During our episode today, Bruce will be offering a reflection based on Luke 24, 13 through 35, which is the story of the road to Emmaus. I look forward to hearing God speak through you, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you. Travel with me down the dusty roads of time where there are two disciples, two disciples who encountered the risen Lord on the road to Emmaus. That's what's happening in today's gospel. They must have experienced a special inner desire because they had come to know Jesus and place their hope in him. But in spite of their desires and all of their experiences, and I'm sure a litany of interpretations, they misinterpreted the Old Testament scriptures, and therefore they were disheartened and disillusioned when this man, this stranger, who they believed to be the Messiah, who would have driven out the enemies of their world and their time, was crucified and died. Let me say this another way. Prior to the crucifixion, these followers, these disciples of Jesus Christ were living on a mountaintop high. For finally, the Messiah, as they thought, had come. And finally, he would do all that he had promised to do. 
that he would straighten out the crooked places, that he would make the rough spots smooth, that he would do what was needed in order for the people of God, the children of Israel, to fully realize their freedom. They were living on a mountaintop and suddenly all their hopes and their dreams were dashed. Jesus had been crucified and nothing could compare to the anguish that is expressed in their hearts at this time. But as they are traveling, as they're on their way to Emmaus, this stranger appears and the stranger begins to talk to them and ask them questions as they are discussing the troubles of the crucified one. One of the disciples, Cleopas, said of Jesus, we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, when my hope is high and I'm on the verge of getting something that I really long for and it's suddenly snatched from me, it affects my emotions. It affects my mindset. It may even affect my heart for a moment. This deep sadness that the disciples were feeling is a sadness that some feel today. Because sadly for us today, there are times when those of us who really know and believe in Jesus lose sight of him. We don't quite recognize Jesus in our world. We sometimes misunderstand and misinterpret the scriptures, the word of God. And this is to our spiritual detriment. Sometimes we get wrapped up looking at ESPN or at the music program or just getting caught up with the worries of this world. And in the midst of all of these challenges, we have responsibilities, particularly those of us that are serving as elders and deacons. We have responsibilities to our congregations and our communities. If it is in a session meeting, someone wants us to teach Sunday school. If it isn't teaching, someone wants us to serve on a, a committee. If it isn't serving on a committee, it's running an errand, you know, showing uh, hospitality for those in the community. There's always something pulling at us. And so in the midst of this sadness and disappointment, and in the midst of sometimes our struggles from day to day, we don't quite see Jesus. Our hearts are sometimes not as warm as, as we would like for them to be or as we, we would hope for them to be. But one of the things I love about Jesus, and he demonstrates this in this passage, is that even when our faith is waning and we're struggling and we're experiencing hardship, Jesus comes to us and meets us where we are. Just as he did in this text, Jesus came to these disciples and he didn't bow. He didn't try to break them down, but basically he began to share with them the scriptures. He began to explain to them. He talked to them. And as he was talking to them, the Bible says, the text says that their hearts were moved. Their hearts were touched. Their hearts burned. 
as the Lord was speaking to them. You and I and all, and all those who serve in leadership ministry in the church will go through periods where nothing seems to go right. All Hades is breaking loose and all hope seems to have gone. But God has a way to come to us and remind us of what God has spoken through the word. God sometimes come to, comes to us in a moment of worship. And God sometimes comes to us through the words of a child. But whatever means it is, the same one who came to these disciples comes to us speaks to us and rekindles hope within us. And it's this hope within us that keeps being rekindled that causes us to burn and hopefully connect and share what God has given us, the hope within with others. And this is what I believe is true, not only of the disciples on their way to Emmaus, but it's true of you and I and all those who lead within the church is that God continues to come to us. Christ speaks to us and Christ tells us that I am with you, that I am for you and that I am at work in the situations where it seems that there is nothing going well. And if we can hold to this, just maybe in the moments when we are gathered in worship, in the moments in which we're gathered in fellowship, in the moments when we break bread at the table, we will sense the presence of the Lord. And we, like these disciples, will go back to our siblings in Christ and tell them that Jesus lives, that Jesus is at work, and that there is hope. I pray for you and I pray for those that you serve alongside that you would hold on to this experience of the disciples on the road to Emmaus and that you would hold on to the hope, those moments in which the Lord has reminded you that he's alive and that he lives forevermore and that because he lives, we can face tomorrow because he lives. All fears are gone because we know that Jesus Christ holds our future. Life is worth living just because he lives. As it was in the beginning is now and forever shall be world without end. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Bruce. As you know, the title of our podcast, Along the Road, is based on the scripture. And so what a gift to be able to hear your words and hear how God is speaking through you to us through this experience. So thank you so much for guiding us and for being with us today. Oh, you're welcome, Martha. We hope that you have been nourished through this episode of Along the Road. You're invited to visit the website for PCUSA Leader Formation for additional nourishment for ruling elders and deacons. PCUSA.org slash leader dash formation. 
This has been the Along the Road podcast. We look forward to crossing paths with you again soon.